podcast October 3rd settling into fall at least up here for myself in Minnesota Nick Smith and JP coming off of week four really settling into fall settling into fantasy football season man it was it was exciting it was a wild weekend lots to get into JP how's it going man hiya how's it going it's going, it's going great. You told me pre-pod you are, you are mid pack cracking. Right. I I've got, a, I've got a little bit of football cards going on to this evening. We're going to open them and I'll let you guys know if we get anything good. And if we get any obscure weird things, you know, I, I will, I will mention that I've got a lot of, uh Patrick Sertain the third. Okay. That is um, you know, not you wouldn't think that that would be a good card, and you might think that it sucks, but that guy is just a magnet for the ball. So we we might be looking at a couple dollars here on those old Sertains. Cornerback for I think he's a Bronco. Yeah, he's a Bronco. Okay. Yes. That so if I if I know him and he's a cornerback or safety, that's he's an impressive player. So Yeah. That's it's so it's so interesting not to get on tangent, but how those cards just fluctuate so wildly, you know, right in the heart of the season when either players get hurt and that's pretty bad for their careers or they just make just a nasty play and people feel the urge to get online and buy that card as quick as they can. So that's cool, man. Please let us know if you catch some, catch some fire or just some fun ones. I think there, I, I, I think there's an autograph in this. Wow. I'm not sure. I, I was kind of trying to look at the side of it. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. Let's see. Anyway, continue. We are also in the middle of Monday night football and George Kittle just got a titty in his mouth. Nice wow. George Kittle. Yeah, I was I was looking at uh, some serious sharps tonight and they were saying that uh Kittle over over 46 yards and a half was a mortal lock. 46 and, feels pretty decent. Well, he hasn't hit it in two two games, so that yeah. was the that was the sweat, but I should have just listened to him. Probably should have, although now it looks like that titty is going to come back. He did not get both feet in bounds. Oh, no. Heartbreaker. We are into the fourth quarter. The Rams are currently down five, but the 49ers are on the one-yard line. So well, I, I got a, a blue, shiny boy, Khalil Herbert, rated rookie. So we'll see what happens with that guy's career rookie was he he wasn't a rookie this year or is this last year's packs well i'm opening a set that released not that long ago but yeah it's all last year stuff gotcha 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 okay cool yeah nice rookie card for herbert i you know it depends on montgomery but uh 
I mean, I guess running back cards are never really very valuable, but he could. It's be all nasty. about it's all about the QBs. Exactly. Well, let me just, as I did last week, blitz through the games because I think it's fun, and then we will talk some fantasy implications, waiver wire, an update on our Harson's Hoot Nanny. Although it feels bad to call it Harson's Hoot Nanny after just the absolute shameful fucking loss against LSU, but we've forgotten about that. We're over that. We we had the Braves sweep the Mets at home to essentially clinch the division. Just yeah. need, We just need either one more win or one more loss from the Mets out of six total games. So we should be able to do that, which is a big deal because I believe that whoever, you know, whoever doesn't clinch, hopefully the Mets will have to play the Padres in the first wild card round, which is no gimme at all. So we would definitely want to dodge that. All right. Well, I I saw this, this guy on Barstool sports that was just brought to tears almost from his Mets sweep this guy is losing his mind over there well and completely just unraveling the mets have not had much to root for for a while and they now have this it's a great team but you know what you go up against the king you best not miss so braves uh let's repeat man come on we can do it all right, let me go through the games real quick. And if you if you uh, want to fire in, of course, just yell at me like Nick, hold up, and then I will I will pause. All, All right. right, Dolphins Thursday night traveled into Cincy. Tua, you said in the last pod, he gave his life for the victory. Well, he may have he crawled out of the grave just to get hit with the shovel again. And and is back in the grave. It was really dark sight on Thursday night. Got just massively blown up and and essentially died on the field. I I feel bad chuckling, but it was it was it was really brutal. It was awful. He's out for a while. We all assume the medical staff from last Sunday's game, whoever that external expert was, has been fired. Very dirty situation. And since he he basically handles them, even though Teddy Two Gloves came in to replace Tua and looked pretty good, but since he pulls out the win and, uh, you know, T. Higgins had a great, great night to start off the week. That means that Chase, unfortunately, really did not. It's going to be, I feel like Higgins Chase, it's, it seems to be kind of a 1A, 1B situation. Um, and then Mixon, I mean, when they're ahead, Mixon will just get so much work. Mixon, I want to say, had like 25 carries, something like that. I mean, it's massive workload. So good and good, uh, winning games for sure. Chase Edmonds. He scored, but Mostert got all of the carries. Chase Edmonds, if you could get any sort of value for him, he he's dead. He, he probably, I mean, he's a running back, so maybe not, but he probably belongs on the waiver wire, to be honest. Um, 
Waddle also had a slow game. Going to be inter Tyreek. I don't think there's any concerns, even if it is Teddy Two Gloves moving forward. But Waddle a little hobbled. I let me quickly try to see who who Miami will play this weekend and see uh, you know if Waddle might be a good decent play this week they're going to travel to the jets so you can probably start waddle just fine i mean it's nothing exciting but you could probably start him yeah i agree we got sunday morning football that was dope as fuck in london my well, Vikings. I, I i think you have to start him kind of waddle let yeah, me you let me can. give you some names instead of waddle that maybe might make you think. Um, would you start Waddle again with Teddy Two Gloves, assumingly, or would you start Drake London at Tampa Bay? I think I would start Waddle. Would you start Waddle or somebody who has been sneaky good, Tyler Lockett at New Orleans? And who is Waddle going up against? Waddle's going to face the the pretty miserable Jets. I'll take Waddle. I think I'm going lock it there. We can lock that in for a little. We'll try to keep tabs on that. Lock I don't it. like that, though. <laughs> I, I don't like that. Uh, I think Geno <laughs> Smith is really good. Yep. he's he, He's been outstanding actually he has been um i'm just saying of what i would do i mean i don't i don't feel confident about that at all like uh if you had said dk metcalf yeah then i probably would have gone that right dk has been been big for sure he somehow is slightly like he has less of a stink on him from the Seattle uh, Russell Wilson experiment than for, for you personally. Yeah, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Metcalf remained a, a little bit untainted. Okay, I'm with you. A How about bit. actually in the same game while we're here? Would you do Waddle next week again at Jets? And this is all, of course, based on I haven't really looked into Waddle. Waddle is somewhat banged up. Of course, this is if he goes. Waddle or in the same game as that locket game, how about Chris Olave? Would you start Chris Olave hosting the low, the poor Seahawks or Waddle? No, I'll take Waddle because Olave uh, Olave doesn't have uh Jamius. No, he right doesn't. Now. He has Andy Dalton, but I don't think it's gonna be the same. I think he's got I think he has a small connection with Jamius, and that's why it's that, that's why it was good. I think I would also go Alave over Waddle, but that's a that's an interesting uh, little call there. All right, we had Sunday morning London game Vikings. I mean, the news came out about the Saints how Alvin Kamara was out. You said Jamius and Michael Thomas were all out, and yet my Vikings were still pushed to overtime. They won. But good God, 
we could barely beat this uh, Andy Led and Chris Olave and Latavius Murray Saints. So dark places for the team, maybe, but uh, Justin Jefferson don't care. Another monster J- monster day for JJ. I think he had like 130 yards, two touchdowns. I want to say at least a rushing touchdown. It was it was big time for for JJ. But Dalvin Cook, man. Dalvin Cook, I mean, he was injured. We knew that, but he still had 20-plus carries. So he had plenty of work. He's just not getting into the end zone, and he's really not getting chunk plays. I feel like Dalvin Cook owners are kind of pissed right now, really. Yeah. um, I I really don't know know how I feel about Dalvin Cook. I'm like on the verge of of either like wanting him or wanting nothing to do with him. I mean, it's, it's been kind of scary. Like, obviously if I didn't, I mean, the name is so good again, he's getting all the work. It's on an offense that is scoring quite a lot of points. He's still getting some targets in the passing game. I think the production's going to come. I think he's going to score, but I, and I think Alexander Madison vultured him on the goal line. So Maybe at least during the injury, maybe Madison's the goal line back, which would be, you know, pretty devastating to Dalvin Cook's value. Scary to go in on him, but you might be able to get him somewhat cheap. I'm trying to quickly. I like that. Yeah. I mean, quickly kind of fly through, fly into some running backs. I would have been more into it like last week or something. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look like this, this isn't, you're not going to get this to go, but it might be something like Miles Sanders just absolutely exploded this week and he's gotten a lot of work. Could you do Miles Sanders plus a little piece for Dalvin Cook? Maybe, maybe. Um, Probably not, to be honest. Probably not. I might, you know, Clyde you're gonna have to, You're going to have to use one of those floundering top guys like the guys that that you paid a good draft pick for but they're just not doing good yeah like maybe before last week before javante was out for the season right him or something but oh dude r.i.p javante yeah we'll get to javante's sadness did blow out the acl He's gone for the year, you know, second round pick in fantasy drafts for the most part. Tough. I mean, that offense never really got clicking, so he never he never really feasted, but just sad to I mean, it was, it was I guess it was a bad draft pick by people, but that's just that's just tough love there. Yeah, I don't know who you can really trade for Dalvin to be honest. I mean, if you want to get away from Jonathan Taylor, you know, because it's been pretty ugly and now he's a little hobbled. Like, yeah, I think you're right, though. I think, you know, we're four weeks in, JP, but draft capital is still in, in people's minds. That that has not gone away. Like, they're not going to trade their first rounder for a fifth rounder, even if, you know, that fifth rounder is outperforming. Like, it's just not, we're just not there yet. I would trade my first rounder for a fifth rounder if, if we're talking about, like, uh, Ooh, who could have been really bad? I mean, 
Clyde has been one of the best fifth or six. I got him in the sixth round. He's been incredible. Yeah. Him or like Amon Ra or something Amon like Ra's that. Amon Ra has been incredible. Do you think? Do you think people would trade Dalvin Cook for Clyde straight up? I don't think so. Even though Clyde's been like head and shoulders way better, it's just been a lot of titties for him. But I don't think people will. People just love that draft capital. I don't know. I think somebody would. Maybe. Maybe people are pissed at Dalvin. I think. I think somebody on our uh, in our league might do it. No. I think somebody that has Dalvin Cook up on the trade block right now that on our league might do it. He does, but I have Justin Jefferson, so I don't really want Dalvin and Justin Jefferson, and I don't really want to trade him Jefferson. So Yeah. Just Anyways, he would do it. He 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 might do that. Uh like we said, Kamara was out. Not really sure how long that's going to last. Latavius Murray and Ingram like split the workload though. So it's just fucking ugly. Even if Kamara happens to miss another week or two, like I, I don't want a piece of that at all. Um, Olave looked good in my opinion. He scored and got 60 yards. It was, it was a good week for him. Browns host or Browns traveled to Atlanta. Atlanta got on the board with a W 23, 20, or did they, did they beat the Seahawks last week? They did. Browns. They're two and two right now. Wow. Browns. And they, and they barely lost to the Rams or the Saints. The Falcons uh kind of being a little sneaky right here. Two and two. They beat the Browns, even though Chubb had a had a fantastic fantasy day. Chubb is elite and there's nothing you do except for continue to play him because he's fantastic it's the running backs that you kind of dream of at this point with all of especially with all of the negativity with jonathan taylor cmc eckler finally got on the board but he was looking down dalvin cook like the top running back dogs have not really worked out uh so far and now you get you know chubb just beasting every week it's fantastic um Amari Cooper though. Amari Cooper who had been doing well four targets, one catch for 9 yards for Amari mm. Cooper. Totally roasted owners in a plus matchup. I mean, Jalen Waddle. Scoobity boobity Cooper. <laughs> Jalen Waddle or Amari Cooper next week? Give me Waddle. I think you might be right. Let me see who the Browns play next. Give me Igudala. <laughs> the Browns host the Chargers. The Chargers defense is pretty beat up. But, yeah, probably give me Waddle there, man. Just after the one catch just burns so bad. And, and honestly, for the Browns, Njoku – the tight end has emerged really as Brissett's favorite target. I think he had another like 70 yards this week. Like Brissett in, in Joku has just kind of taken off. Um, it's been pretty nasty. So, you know, in Joku, Everett, those are the two tight ends that you could have gotten late that have been really, really good for a bad position. Something pretty important for this game for Daryl Patterson 
who has been pretty nasty, injured, will be out for some time, at least four weeks, could be more. Tyler Algier and somebody Huntley basically split the work. So again, kind of ugly. Um, Tyler Algier is on the waiver and we'll be talking about him, but it's pretty gross. Uh, Let me peek at Falcons schedule as well. Falcons, Falcons, and now they have to travel into Tampa Bay. We'll talk about it in a bit, but Tampa Bay probably pretty pissed off after getting just thrashed by Kansas City on Sunday night football. I have to imagine that the Falcons will get dominated in Tampa Bay next week. And I I would not trust Algier at all in the most desperate of times next week. So I can't imagine putting any sort of real money in fab on, on Tyler Algier. Um, you know who I, we mentioned Drake London earlier. He's been very good. He had another seven targets. Unfortunately, only two catches this week and 17 yards. I would target Drake London in trades personally. I still think, you know, the draft capitals low, bad team. I think you might be able to get Drake London for one of these, you know, names, name recognition players. That's really not that good. Um, Trying to quickly kind of peek through names here. Um. I was going to say Scary Terry, but there's news about Scary Terry that might be a little interesting. Hmm. Um, you couldn't trade DJ more for anything. You um, can't. You really can't. Let me see. Jerry Judy. You might be able to trade Jerry Judy for uh, Drake London. Judy had a touchdown this week, and, and I don't really – Although at the same time, I do think with this Javante Williams injury that I think Russ is going to have to throw the ball a lot uh, for them to win. So Judy might be a hold, but Drake London, I, I don't know who gets who gets him on your team. What's a good trade if it works out? But I would try to, to score him because I think he's going to be really good, really necessary for the offense. Kyle Pitts just isn't it i guess and wow 49ers just missed an easy field goal to go up two possessions it's eight point game for the rams rams could could win this thing all right uh mm, you know i saw the name deontay johnson pop up he was really bad this week but it was a bit of a down week i wonder if maybe you could still swing deontay for drake london probably not to be honest I don't think you could do it, but like, what do you think that you could get for Deontay right now? Somebody, let me, let me try to think of a player that's, that's been kind of bad, but I think, I think you might be able, no, you couldn't. (laughs) I was going to say Scary Terry. Scary Terry's actually been pretty good this year. Who could get you, man, who could you get? Yeah, dude, it's pretty bad for Deontay. I mean, 
you might be able to get like a Juju Smith Schuster. That's pretty ugly. Um, you know, a name that you might target. I don't know if you could get it done if the owner's sharp. I, I happen to own him in my in our league, I guess. But Isaiah McKenzie for the Buffalo Bills is kind of unknown. Obviously, super low draft capital. But Jamison Crowder just broke his ankle. And Isaiah McKenzie will be the slot target for that high-octane Buffalo Bills team. I think he's going to be an every week starter. Honestly, I think he's going to be really good. And, you know, Jamison Crowder news also helps Dawson Knox. I mean, it helps all the pieces, Gabe Davis and, and Diggs. It just clears up the water a little bit. Not that Crowder was really doing anything, but he was on the field quite a bit. So I think, honestly, if you could trade Deontay for McKenzie, I'd be interested because We'll talk about the Steelers game here in just a second, but they are going to start Kenny Pickett from from here on. And he didn't look that good. And and when he did look good is when he was hyper-targeting George Pickens and not Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson had two receptions for 11 yards. You know, we've seen it before where you have these backup quarterbacks who train with the second string train with the young guys like George Pickens and they just trust them. I would be so scared of Deontay moving forward. And I would try to get any kind of upside like Isaiah McKenzie uh, moving forward. You might be able to trade Deontay Johnson for a Michael Gallup, which might be kind of interesting. Gallup looked pretty good this weekend, only three targets, but got it, got in the end zone and will mature back into that offense. You know, um, What's his name? Dak will be back. I don't know if that really helps the team or not, but I don't know. I think you have to kind of swing a little low, but try to get some, you know, flyer upside for Deontay at this point. Was yeah. that was that too sad or was that news that was okay? I mean, I didn't take Deontay in any league except for one. Yeah. And you'd be you would you'd really be surprised at where I actually got him. It was like it was a 10 team league, so it was either fifth or sixth round. Okay. It was kind of a, it was a no brainer pick at the right. time, but yep. you know, he's been riding the bench the entire time. That's harsh. Well, peek at uh, Isaiah McKenzie. I think you might be able to get him. I don't, I don't know if the owners of that player are, are really understanding what he could be. He could be kind of big. Um. All right. So we talked Browns, Falcons, target Drake London if you can. And, boy, Commanders, you know, Carson Wentz and the Manders uh, started off kind of hot, and then, oh, boy, they they look really bad. I mean, it's been, it's been Philly and then the Cowboys, two very, very good defenses. So I think that it's it could be, you know, better – in the future, I'm trying to peek at their coming schedule here. In its, its Titans and Bears next two weeks. Those defenses, like Titans are a fine defense, but they're nothing scary. I think that the Washington pieces, I mentioned Scary Terry, because now their, their rookie, um, Dahan Dotson, who was looking good. It is Dahan Dotson, I think, right? Jahan, I'm sorry, not Dahan. 
Jahan Dotson uh, injured with turf toe, I think, will be out a couple weeks. I think it's interesting to look into Scary Terry and Curtis Samuel. I know they've been good, but I don't know. I think – and Wentz, I think, could also be reemerge as a streamer. Oh, boy. Stafford just threw a pick six. Oh, buddy. <laughs> 49ers just losing their fucking mind in San Fran. This game's over. <laughs> or they're one and two, I guess. Yeah, San Fran's one and two. They'll go to two and two. 49 uh Rams will go to two and two. So they'll be tied in that division. Oh man, cars. I mean, um, Stafford. This offense, stat, you know, the Rams, the the Bengals are starting to, to to heat up a little bit, but man, some of these you know contenders last year are struggling out of the gates here a little bit anyways i just take they needed they needed to take some cues from detroit they could learn from detroit man i mean detroit's not winning games because their defense is so obscenely bad but the offense is clicking right now And, and nothing much to say on the cowboy side of the ball you know zeke 19 carries but averaged 2.9 yards at home against the manders at the same time, Pollard, eight carries for six yards. So they weren't doing shit on the ground. You know, Zeke is a name that, I don't know, maybe you could, you know, play for some of these other uglier players. But it's just, I guess it's kind of a hold and play Zeke during good matchups. It's it's kind of bad right now. CD had a great day. I, for some reason, played Dalton Schultz coming back from injury. Three targets, zero receptions. Just the total goose, unfortunately, for Dalton Schultz. So as CD is in the club, right? Like, <coughs> he's he's a, he's a wide receiver one, like a top five guy? I don't think he's a top five fantasy option i think this was a who's who's the top five well let me first look at i mean let me just say this was an easy matchup against the manders and he's got the rams in la obviously la not looking that great tonight but i wouldn't be surprised if jalen ramsey was just fine against cd and then at the eagles so i think temper expectations with cd moving forward let me quickly look at who I would say is top five. I would say Diggs, Justin Jefferson. I, you know, it's hard with Tyreek because of Teddy Two Gloves, but I still think Tyreek is better than Debo. I mean, not Debo, I'm sorry, CD. Debo Samuel, I, I would put over CD as well. Devontae Adams, I would put over CD. Um, and that's, you know, between so that would make him, so that would make him six. So you got chase and Higgins. Um, you know, it's hard because they're on the same team, but I would probably put one of those guys over there. So CDs, CDs definitely locked in top 10. 
I can't say top five. Sutton versus CD. I think I, I would take, take CD. I think I would go Sutton. Um, CD is he's the what is it thirty three percent target share. Big targets for sure. Um, we've been I've been taking the hell out of his um player props. Yeah, his his uh, receptions props. Well, it's it's always high. It always seems high. It's always like it's always like seven or something like that or eight. There's, there's nothing you can do from a fantasy perspective about CD. You just play him every week. You don't try to trade high on him. I I would just you know look at the next two weeks. Rams Eagles. If he poops the bed. I would try to swoop in with somebody who's who's doing well because I think moving forward he's he is going to be incredible the rest of the year. I just think these two matchups will be bad. So just a player to kind of keep your eyes on. Um, I think he's gonna be very good. On another thing about the commanders, Brian Robinson was cleared to come back from his gunshot wounds. So Antonio Gibson. I don't know if anybody really wants him at this point, but move him as soon as possible. Brian Robinson is going to come back and, and just be the guy again. So make, make of that what you will boy Seahawks at lions, a total of 93 points in this game, 48 to 45. The Seahawks win on the road by three points. Um, obviously the lions were missing Amon raw and Deandre Swift, but they made up for it with TJ Hawkinson going for 180 and motorboating disgusting Jamal Williams also for a hundred and motorboated just gross out of the lions production and Jared Goff, obviously, you know, had plenty of that as well. I think he had 30 plus fantasy points for Jared Goff. Just disgusting. But I will caution about the um the Lions as well. Kind of similar to what I said about CD. The next three weeks for the Lions at New England, which is a you know, not not elite defense, but a good defense. Then they have their bye. And then they travel to Dallas where they play that elite defense. Then, <coughs> then they host the Dolphins. That Dolphins defense is good. And then they host the Packers. That Packers defense is fine, nothing great. So there are no you know, plus matchups like the Seahawks game was. If you could cash in on, and of course we're getting Amon Ra and DeAndre Swift back, you know, Pretty soon, I would imagine, at least for Amon Ra. So I would I would just kind of caution, and I would say if you can get any really quality value out of this Hawkinson um, and Jared Goff situation, I would try. I mean, people don't trade really for quarterbacks, but I would try to trade on the high for, you know, with these Lions players. Um. You know, if you could trade Hawkinson for, oh man, I was going to say either Njoku or Gerald Everett, 
I think I would prefer them honestly going forward, like cash in on this huge game and try to get Hawkinson or Everett. I think they're going to be better the rest of the year. Yeah, it could be either way, but I mean, maybe it's just more of a lateral move. Maybe it's not worth it, but I just kind of fear that these Lions, you know, they're not winning games. It's falling. It's going to fall off, in my opinion, these next five weeks. So I guess just don't have the same high expectations. Now for the Seahawks, again, Metcalf, huge. Rashad Penny, 150 and motorboated as well. Nasty game out of Rashad Penny against these Lions. The Lions defense is so, so bad. The Seahawks have to travel into New Orleans, but then they get to host the Cardinals. Um, let me see. Then, then they traveled to the Chargers. So it's kind of an up and down next few weeks. I would say Rashad Penny, you just get excited and try to play him. I don't know if you could really flip him for any running back of consequence. So I would just try to play him. Lockett has, again, Lockett has been kind of sneaky good. I think if the fantasy owner just looks at their player that they probably just say like, no, I'm not trading him. But maybe you try to sneak a trade for Tyler Lockett. I think he's just been good, man. Um, and that's really that's really all I have for, for uh, Seahawks Lions. Let's I wish see. I had Tyler Lockett to trade to you. <laughs> I would, I would I, I honestly don't know what I would give because my team's so fucking retarded, but um yeah, I'm interested. I, I might be reaching out to whoever owns them. Oh boy, so much. Titans go into Indy, beat the Colts. The Colts have just been insanely disappointing. Jonathan Taylor hobbled but also 20 carries at home against the Titans can only muster 42 yards, one reception for one yard. I mean, Jonathan Taylor has been a major, major bust so far. And I, I mean, it's the offense, man. Um, mm. Matt Ryan just not being able to do anything. Michael Pittman in a game, they're losing three receptions. For 31 yards. Believe like, me, I, I've got Michael Pittman. I can't believe it. It's it's really fucking ugly for Indy. I don't know if you could trade out of that situation. Maybe JT, you can get out on the name alone, but you you, you know, it's gonna be kind of pennies on the dollar, I guess, unless no, I don't think so. I not think pennies, but no, I think you can get what you want with jo Jonathan Taylor still. You think you could trade Jonathan Taylor for Austin Eckler? No way. I think you could. Oh, wow. Well, I would do that. In maybe not after this week or this past week, but. Right. Maybe definitely before. I mean, I don't see why not. Of course, People... before. That's not what we're talking about. Well, it wasn't that impressive. It was it was nasty from Eckler. Um, I mean, I I don't think you could get top tier. I don't think you could get Barkley. I don't think you get Mixon. I mean, you might be able to get CMC. Has also been kind of yeah. You probably can't get CMC. I don't think so. I mean, and that leaves you can't. You definitely can't get Nick Chubb for him. That leaves like you can't get Derrick Henry for him. 
I think you could get Nick Chubb for him. Wow, dude. I just don't think there's any way. Nick Chubb's been insane. People, people just, I think they just haven't forgotten how bad they wanted Jonathan Taylor to well, start I the would, year. I would, if I had Jonathan Taylor, I would send out a trade offer to all of those top dog targets and see if you get any bite. Then, and then the next name really is Aaron Jones, who has been disappointing in his own right. He looks incredible, though. And that game was was on a lot of. Uh, I don't know if it was the app, you know, the three o'clock game or not, but Packers game was shown a lot on red zone. Aaron Jones looked fucking disgusting. Average seven yards a carry against New England. I mean, he looked like a beast, but he's still contending with Dylan. Um, you know, it's I I don't think that I, I think you could get Aaron Jones. Like I I I probably would trade Aaron Jones for Jonathan Taylor. But I don't think a JT owner is going to do that. So it's just, it's hard. I don't know what you can really do with Jonathan Taylor. Um, Traylon Burks, unfortunately, turf toe. Poop. Turf toe, you know, can be multiple weeks. Robert Woods, I think, is kind of a sneaky spot start in his absence. Um, Titans. Let me look at next week. Well, I hope he comes back. My brother, I told my brother to pick him up. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely worth picking up. Titans will go into Washington to play the Commanders. So not a scary matchup. Then they host the Colts. Not a scary matchup. Then they play the Texans. So you've got three weeks here where Robert Woods can be a sneaky start. Might be able to you know, trade really low for him as, and just kind of sneak him away for three weeks could be, could be solid. If you're looking for a, a flex play or a wide receiver three um, could be, could be really just a nice safe play there. Let's see here. Bears. Oh God, this game was fucking disgusting. Bears traveled to New York and play the giants lose 12 to 20. Really fucking ugly game. Darnell Mooney kind of emerged, I guess, caught a big ball, but I wouldn't trust it at all. I wouldn't play him. I don't even think I would really pick him up off waivers if I saw him there. Khalil Herbert did do well, though. I think he had over 100 total yards. So in an ugly game, he did well. Just continue to play him as Montgomery is out. He's really – they get to go to Minnesota. Minnesota's defense is bad, so – Khalil Herbert is probably going to be a smash play next week. Um, Saquon Barkley, 31 carries for Saquon. Uh, you know, you want to ask if he's healthy and back? Absolutely. 31 carries, 150 yards. Did not score because Daniel Jones vultured both touchdowns. Um, that sucks. But Saquon elite top five running back option this year for sure in my opinion oh boy uh, can't you can't trade jonathan taylor for him i don't think so personally (laughs) i don't think so if you think so then maybe so i've got um the jonathan taylor owner in the waiver fire official league is your dad okay he's 
this this week he started Jared Goff. Wow. Ricky Ricky James. Oh, Richie James, fuck. Matt Collins. Oh boy. Jonathan Taylor. Leonard Fournette. Travis Kelsey. Oh. Jeff Wilson. I don't know how Wilson's doing tonight, to be honest. He's got 13 points in this league. Well, I feel like he should. That's a, that's a, Jared Goff went off. I feel like my dad should have won that matchup. Yeah. Brees Hall as well. He has. That's pretty rough. He's got 15 points for Brees. Oh, really? Brees Hall scored 15 points. Yeah. Wow. So your dad is getting the win. Yeah, he must. Yeah, he must be winning for sure off that. But this is his first win with Jonathan Taylor. I think that it is uh, one of the leading reasons why. Well, not so. Do you do you think that he could trade? He should trade Jonathan Taylor to try to get better wide receivers. No, wide receivers. I mean, I know you just said he played Richie James, so that's that's harsh. He he must have a. Collins. He must have a wide receiver that's hurt, right? No. He just doesn't have anybody. He's got Zay Jones. Wow. Devin Duvernay and Tyler Conklin on the bench. Dear and this God. is a 10 team. This is a 10 team league, mind you. How the fuck doesn't he have a wide receiver? That's well, let's not let's not be too mean on on Randy. He he plays Let's not be too player. mean, but let's let's try to give him some construct some what what would we do for for the honkers here? So what did you say his running backs are? You said it was JT um Leonard Fournette and, and Brees Hall and and Jeff Wilson Jr. And and he can play all four of them. It's a two flex. Yeah. Well, then I would just play all four of them because I mean, I guess you could trade because there's nobody on his on his bench that I'm trying to start anyways. Like Zay Jones is a questionable start. Like there's there's nobody that I'm like even if he trades running back for wide receiver, it doesn't help him get anything into his lineup. So yeah, you're just trying to trade Jonathan Taylor for more points out of a wide receiver. Like, could you trade Jonathan Taylor for Tyreek Hill? Probably. And, and what, maybe, what if he could t- trade uh, Jonathan Taylor for like AJ Dillon and Drake London or something? Yeah, like I don't that. mind that at all. I mean, his team is is lacking depth completely. So if he wants to split JT into kind of a, a mid tier running back and a mid tier wide receiver, I think that's a great call, JP. I think he should. I think it's one of those rare times where you you do want to kind of package down because your team just sucks so bad. And honestly, Jonathan Taylor is probably not going to be that good. Um, Dylan in London. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. You might be able to get better than that, but that's, that's fine. Well, that's um, what I've got over here. I've got, I could do something like that for him. Uh, I've got, you know, like, like I really don't know how his bitch ended up the way it is. Um, this week, in the middle of the week, I picked up Gabe Davis, who didn't do very good, but he was just sitting there for anyone to pick up, you know. Well, my dad is a player who, if he sees one of his players struggling, 
he will just drop them. So I wouldn't be surprised if he dropped Gabe Davis. <laughs> he might have been the one who did it. He will drop. You never know, buddy. That does it. He doesn't care about draft capital. He will. He will drop. And that's why there exists the um, can't drop lists on these websites because that's true. If if it's like a first round pick, exactly. And you Gabe wouldn't Davis want someone to do that. Exactly. And Gabe Davis is probably like right at the cusp where he's like, oh, I can find, I can drop this guy. Yes. I, I, I just lost Javante in that league. That hurts. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind that play to split AJ Dillon and Drake London. All right. Let me fly through these, the rest of them. Um, Jaguars travel into Philly. Don't really, I mean, they, they do fine. They lost 21 to 29. But, I mean, the Eagles are one of the best teams in football, so the Jaguars are legit. Miles Sanders, I talked about before, 27 carries for Miles Sanders. He is one of those players that I was just totally off on. And, I mean, I still think that he did motorboat this weekend. I still think he's going to get vultured by Jalen Hurts more often than not. But Sanders is just one of those, like, home run mid-round running backs that you're just stoked about having there's nothing you do about it you just cling on as hard as you can and and play him as much as you can that offense is exceptional he's looking good yeah miles sanders home run pick so far aj brown and dallas goddard same thing they are great trevor lawrence kind of comes back down to earth but again it's against the phillies i I don't mind Trevor Lawrence moving forward again, similarly as um, who do we mention? Carson Wentz. I think, I think uh, Trevor Lawrence goes right back in a streaming category. He's going to host the Texans or, or maybe travel to, I don't know, but he plays the Texans, the Colts and the giants in the next three weeks. Those are not tough. I think if you're really struggling, um, I'm trying to think of like struggling quarters, like Tua just got hurt. If you were trapped with that, you know, Trevor Lawrence, I think, is going to be just fine the next three weeks. Christian Kirk, obviously very, very good. Um, we mentioned those pieces, Zay Jones, et cetera. Uh, let's see. Jets travel to Steelers. This was this was an ugly game, but somebody had to win. 24-20, Zach Wilson versus the Kenny Pickett experiment. Kenny Pickett basically lost them the game on a, I think it was a pick six, maybe just an interception late in the game. It was bad. Um, again, my take on the Steelers is it's going to be really ugly moving forward. So maybe George Pickens, because of that connection, maybe you can flex him for a little bit, but I wouldn't, I mean, Najee, you kind of just has to have to start, but I wouldn't expect any sort of upside out of that offense. The Jets, you know, we are nervous about Zach Wilson coming back in. What's it going to do for Conklin? What's it going to do for the emerging Garrett Wilson? Conklin was fine. I think he only had three catches, but it was, I mean, it's the tight end. It's, it's still fine. Garrett Wilson kind of took a back seat to Corey Davis, unfortunately. Not a name that we've talked about. Yeah, but, but it, it's a throwback to, to some success that Corey Davis had, like, yes, early season last year that yep. we haven't really been able to get back to it. I don't mind if you have a deep bench or you have players that got hurt. I don't mind a Corey Davis stash. Mm-mm. You know, this this offense, I mean, this team's going to be losing a lot of games. And 
And if Zach Wilson looks to Corey Davis often, it's kind of like the Braxton Berrios situation last year where fantasy points are going to be scored. I don't mind Corey Davis as a little stash. Um, I wouldn't play him next week, but just something to look out for on the waiver this week. Yeah. He, he's like a Curtis Samuel, you know, yes. like he, he's, he's not as good as Curtis, no. but like the way that he broke out on, on his team and the way that Curtis broke out when he was on, I'm talking about when, when uh, Davis was on Tennessee and then yep. Curtis was on uh, Panthers. on the Panthers. They, it was kind of the same kind of breakout where it was just like, like, like it was a hardcore points breakout, but it was like a soft breakout in the sense that people were just like, Oh, another anomaly, another anomaly. Like right, people right, right. weren't playing these guys in their fantasy lineups when they were just burning the fields up, you know? And, but guess who was paying attention these other teams that they got traded to. So yes, hopefully we, hopefully we can see some, some more Corey Davis magic because we know that he is really good or that he has been really good in the past. He can be for sure. He can catch touchdowns. And again, if you were a, you know, if, if you were like me and my dad and you bought into the, the, just the dumbest Richie James experiment, who, by the way, one catch, nine yards with a fumble, so negative points. You know, <laughs> if you're desperate, if you have Julio Jones and he's dead as dead, um, somebody's going to be looking at Corey Davis, wink, wink, this week. So hopefully I can get him on my bench because it could – I mean, it's just a flyer that could work out. All right. <laughs> Bills travel to Baltimore. What was supposed to be kind of the shootout on the week, that turned out to be the Seahawks-Lions. This was only a 23 to 20 score. Not terrible, but people were hoping for more for sure. Um, J.K. Dobbins, I don't know if I trust it, but he motorboated this weekend. He did get, he got two scores. Um, he got quite a bit of work. You know, it's one of those players that I, I didn't really like the draft capital, but we're here now. You, you kind of had to wait three weeks, but. I think you can start J.K. Dobbins moving forward, you know, in your RB2 slot. Uh, let me look quickly at their schedule. They are going to host the Bengals this Sunday night. That could be absolutely electric. And I would, and the Bengals defense is pretty good, but I would definitely start J.K. Dobbins there. Then they go to New York Giants. They host the Browns. So next three weeks, I think J.K. Dobbins is an absolute locked in. I don't think you can trade for him. It's too late for that. So nothing you can do there except for if you have him, play him. Mark Andrews and Bateman both had quiet nights. Bateman, I think, came out of this game a little hobbled. Not sure about his injury status. Mark Andrews, just I think it's just one of those slow nights. We all have them. But, uh, I mean, if you could somehow, I, there's no way you can trade for Mark Andrews. He's been unbelievable this year so. Again, nothing really to do there. The only news is I kind of mentioned it before, Jameson Crowder, broken ankle. I think it's just all up for McKenzie, Knox, Diggs, even Gabe Davis, who's still hobbled a bit. But I think that it's just good news for us fantasy players. Sucks, obviously, for Jameson Crowder. Um, Chargers went into Houston and just blew them the fuck 
up. I thought Houston, Houston's been showing a little bit of fight this year, but Austin, Austin Eckler finally got his three touchdowns. Mike Williams and Gerald Everett both looked very, very good in Mike, um, sorry, in Keenan Allen's absence. So you're going to be starting those three players. I, I think maybe this could be that get right game for the Chargers. Uh, quickly peeking ahead at their schedule. They traveled to the Browns. The Browns just lost to Atlanta. So Chargers should be the heavy favorite there and should look to do well. Then they have to go to Denver. No, they host Denver. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing to say. You're going to be playing those three and you're going to be, you're going to be happy with it. Cardinals and on Houston side of the ball, Damian Pierce and a hey, Brandon cooks showed a little life here scored. Brandon cooks, uh, you know, kind of one of those fringe players right now. I'm trying to kind of think about, so, so they, oh man, they traveled to Jacksonville. That, that Jags defense is pretty legit. You own cooks, right? Yeah. On the, <laughs> on the Harson's Hoot Harson's Nanny. So like, would you look to be playing, uh, I'm trying to peek at your team right now. I don't really have like the luxury of playing some guy on my bench. Yeah. So Romeo like you, Dobbs, maybe. You wouldn't pick up Corey Davis and play over Cooks this weekend. I no. Yeah, I don't think you could do that. Yeah, Dobbs, maybe. Um, who do they play? They play the Giants. Boy. That's going to be one to look at for sure. Cooks versus uh, Dobbs this weekend. Uh, let's see. Trying to get through these games. I know it's a longer pod. I apologize. Um, Cardinals traveled into Carolina. The Panthers just look fucking awful. Baker looks miserable. 26 to 16. Baker, I think, threw two picks and just lost this game single-handedly cmc thankfully had a big day through the air scored a lot of receptions didn't do much on the ground kind of disappointing all around for the panthers at home against the struggling cardinals and just didn't do much at all cardinals um kyler did well hollywood did well connor did okay i guess there was a plus matchup connor is just he had some goal line looks and got stuffed. It's basically touchdown or bust, it seems like, for Connor, which is sad. Um, Patriots traveled into Green Bay. Already backup quarterback and Brian Hoyer, he gets knocked out. Bailey Zapp comes in for the Patriots. Does kind of okay. I mean, Green Bay wins it 24-27. It took overtime which I'm sure the Green Bay fans were not too pleased with in Green Bay that that was the case. Aaron Jones looks really, really good. Damian Harris on the other side looks really, really good. Alan Lazard beasted. He, he solidifies. Lazard and Dobbs are kind of like 1A, 1B. So I think you can play both. And Aaron Rodgers, you know, in kind of a game script, you know, flyer, he's kind of a streamer. 
nothing, uh, nothing sexy out of Rodgers. Rodgers almost lost him that game through a pick six right before the half, maybe even a fumble. I can't remember exactly. He looked, he almost gave that game away to New England. Broncos traveled to Las Vegas and the Raiders got on the board, scoring 32 points at home against the Broncos. The Broncos, man, I mean, they've won some game. They just can't get it figured out. And we mentioned the Javante Williams news. Mike Boone might split work with Melvin Gordon. I think Mike Boone is probably worth a waiver wire ad because Melvin Gordon looked like shit and, and they were already kind of doing committee. So I don't know how much juice Mike Boone has left, but we've seen Mike Boone before JP. I don't know if you remember, he was the backup to Dalvin cook and Alexander Madison a few years ago. And he had juice back in the day. I don't know what he's got these days, but I I might, you know, a cheap little waiver wire ad there could could pay dividends. Josh juice, Jacobs. Uh, got the juice. He might have a little juice. Josh Jacobs went off 28 carries, 140 yards, two touchdowns for Josh Jacobs. I would think that this might be your sell high opportunity on Josh Jacobs. Quickly peeking at Raiders schedule moving forward. They have to travel into Kansas city. We just saw what Kansas city did. I, I have to imagine Kansas city just blows up the Raiders. Then the Raiders do get to host the Texans but then they have to travel to New Orleans and to Jacksonville. Yeah, I would try to sell high on Josh Jacobs if you could. Um, again, I know the pod kind of running a little, little deep right here, but let me see if I can just quickly peek at Jacobs and see what he's done this year. Where is he? I think he's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, he. I guess, I mean, I know he had this big game here. Josh Jacobs, he's been okay. Eight points, nine points, 11. I would try to, to get out if I could. I, I don't know, you know, who that is right now, but it's too hard for me to just quickly peek, but I would try to get out if I could. Um, yeah, me too. Okay, and then I think we had one more. Oh, yeah, we had the Chiefs-Bucks game. Man, the Chiefs looked so fucking good. It was ridiculous. They went into Tampa Bay, and it was 28-whatever. I don't know, maybe 28-10 or whatever. The Chiefs scored a touchdown on what seemed like their first four possessions. It was disgusting. It got out of hand quickly for the Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers had to throw – the entire game, which did lead to some goodness. Mike Evans over 100 yards with two titties. Fournette had seven receptions and a titty. Fournette, three carries, three carries, negative three yards. I mean, they they had to abandon the run as soon as possible. Clyde also motorboated. Clyde has been incredible. 
A lot of it has been on touchdowns. I think those will still continue to come. This offense looks really, really good. But I will be kind of throwing out some sell-high trades with Clyde. I think you might be able to get some good pieces for him. And, you know, once those touchdowns go away, I don't think he's going to be really a yards guy. And, and you have, you know, Pachenko getting in there and whatever. I think Clyde is is a decent sell-high. If you can't sell him, it's fine. You're just kind of excited to have him. But I'll be looking to try to kind of cash in if I can. Kelsey, obviously, monster. Julio, I think he's done. In a game where they were, you know, throwing the whole game and Godwin came back, but he was hobbled, Julio manages one catch for seven yards. I think Julio is unfortunately done. Um. You know, my team's shit, so I don't know if he's last man on totem pole, but do not mind dropping Julio Jones. Like, Julio Jones for Corey Davis, I think I'm going to take the flyer more on Corey Davis, as sad as that is. Yeah, I would too. So rounding out the, the waiver wire, you know, we've got Corey Davis. Rondale Moore is also on the wire. He's a tough one because he, he honestly didn't do much. And you've still got Hollywood. You've got DeAndre Hopkins coming back sooner rather than later. So, I mean, I guess if you're super desperate, but again, they're going to host Philly. I would not be looking to play Rondale Moore. So probably not worth picking up. Mike Boone, I do think is worth it. Tyler Algier, I don't really think it's worth it. Um, maybe if you're the Patterson owner and you're really desperate, you, you go in on Tyler Algier, but I don't think he's going to be a good play for a while. Um, defense, the Jags will play Houston. The Jags defense is legitimate. I would, I would be fine playing the Jags versus Houston and the dolphins. They do have to travel into New York, but it's the jets. I wouldn't mind playing the dolphins D. Oh, I am. My mouth is tired. JP. (laughs) I understand. And the saddest news, JP, I apologize. I know you were desperately looking forward to it. I do not have a diss track for us this week. I I thought I was playing Cody, and so I made a diss track for Cody. We will have to wait till next week for that. I will be playing Chris this week, and I do not have a diss track for Chris. I'm well, sorry. You'll get to kind of relax next week. Yes, that will be nice to take take the load off a little bit and play a song that I've already made. I think it's pretty funny. Peeking at the Harsons Hootenanny a little bit, kind of a wild week actually in the Hootenanny. A lot of the two, a lot of the one and two teams, myself, Chris, Major, um, Alex, all picked up a W. So there will be a lot of two and two teams, and the zero oh and three teams. Wow, I'm just seeing this now. Alex was the heavy favorite going into tonight. The San Francisco defense put up 30 points. But Jandy still takes the win by four points because Cooper Cup went for 18 points. That was so fucking close. That would have been fucking hilarious. 
if Moonhead had beaten Alex there. With a- I, I guess the defenses score more points in this league. They score a lot of points because the sacks, they had seven sacks on Matthew Stafford. And they, yeah, our sacks, we count sack yards, which is kind of silly, but I like it. And so defenses can can score a lot of points. I see. Ooh, that was disgusting, though. That would have been hilarious. Anyways, um, kind of a, uh, everybody kind of moves closer to the mean, although at the same time, Echo and Drew both move to 0 and so if you want to target those teams they may and drew does have jonathan taylor so i'm guessing that he's probably just done with the season and is looking to sell jonathan taylor for whatever so i might just throw him a kibbles and bits offer punch him while he's down and uh that'll do it man that'll do it for the week it was a great weekend of football and we've got week five just around the corner Looking forward to it. See you then.